This is Structured Rambling, a podcast about ideas from literature and about literature. Episodes can focus on a single text or a theme from multiple texts. My name is Paul Sonsby. Welcome. Good day, people in podcast land. This is Paul talking to you on the Structured Rambling Podcast. And this is an extra super duper special episode. I have two returning special guests we have had in the past. Where We've got Finn. Hello. We've got Cohen. Hi. And today we are going to talk about the Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power, the Amazon TV show. I've already done an episode um, in anticipation of it. And today I'm going to interview these two gentlemen about their opinions on this show and whether they felt it was successful and things like that. So just some get to know you questions. You guys have both appeared on the podcast before. We've done some literature reviews. Finn, you talked about uh, the Bone series. Cohen, you talked about Dave Pilkey's Pilkey's Dogman series. Uh, And so... Let's just get our audience to know you. First off, Cohen. Yes? Hobbit movies or Lord of the Rings movies? Hobbit. Which one is your favorite of the three? Second one. The second one. Uh, the Desolation of Smog. I think that's it, yeah. Okay. Who is your favorite character in the Hobbit movies? Feely. Feely? Wait, is Feely the blonde one? Uh, I think so. Oh, well then, kill me. The other one? Okay. Uh, Who is your favorite character from the Lord of the Rings films? Frodo. Okay, well, that's a popular choice. Who is your favorite villain of any of these six films? Saruman. Saruman, the white? No. You mean Sauron? Yes. The giant flaming eyeball guy? Yes. Nice. Um, What is your one thing? You've read the books. Yes. What is your one thing from the Hobbit novel and the Lord of the Rings novels that you wish would have been in the movies? I'm not sure. Not sure? Give it a thought. I'll ask Mm -hmm. Finn the same questions. Finn, Hobbit movies, Lord of the Rings movies? Uh, I think they both have their ups and downs, but I I prefer Lord of the Rings. You prefer Lord of the Rings? Favorite movie of the three? The third one. Return of the King? Yes. Favorite character in the films? Can be any of the six films. Probably, really any. I like Aragorn. I like Legolas. I love Gimli. I like everybody. Okay, favorite villain. Mm. I like Saruman the White. Saruman the White, nice. Christopher Lee, <coughs> um, Cohen, uh, J.R.R. Tolkien created an idea. It's not original to him, but it, the term for it is original to him, called a eucatastrophe. A eucatastrophe is when everything seems like it's going to be really bad and then it's a combination of catastrophe and euphoria. Something really good happens. Um, A surprisingly good thing happens. Um, So, for example, the arrival of the eagles, anytime eagles show up. The arrival of an army you you weren't expecting to come save the day. These are all examples of eucatastrophe. Across the six films and the, well, two books, what is your favorite eucatastrophe? The first eagle appearance. 
So the Battle of Five Armies eagle appearance? No. Which one? The one in the first Hobbit movie. So in the Hobbit novel, it's like chapter six, and in the in the movie, it's near the end of the first one where they're up in the trees and the eagles show up? That one. Yeah. Okay. What about you, Finn? Um, I like in the third Hobbit movie where... Um, I like in the third Hobbit movie where um, uh, Thorin's cousin, his dwarf army comes to help. Dane. Dane, yes. Yes. When he comes to help. I also like... That um, is a good comes, moment. Yeah. I also like in the third Lord of the Rings movie where the ghost army, like Aragorn, oh, yeah. Legolas, and Gimli are leading the ghost army to nice. help save Helm's... Not Or Gondor, sorry. Yeah. My personal favorite catastrophe is in Return of the King. Uh, film and book where <clears throat> the riders of Rohan show up at Gondor, the Battle of Pelennor Fields, and the rooster crows, and they charge in at the morning. That's that's my f- personal favorite eucatastrophe. And we do have at least one eucatastrophe in the Rings of Power, which we'll come to. All right. Well, let's get right to it and review this TV show. Did you like it, Finn? I really like it, yes. Yeah. I thought it was... I thought it was a very good show. I liked the way they put it together and how they expressed the past of the Lord of the Rings. Nice. Rating? Out of 10? I'll give it a solid 8.5. Solid 8.5. That isn't solid. That is decimical. Decimical? Using decimals. But anyways, 8.5 is a good rating. Cohen, how about you? What was What did you think of the show overall? Good show. Man, man, a few words. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what was your overall rating? Uh, eight. Okay, an eight. Okay, solid. at least it's solid. <laughs> wow. I see how it is. <laughs> um, so before the show even, there's been a lot of anticipation for this show. Okay, so I don't know how much you guys know about the background leading up to the show, but uh, Amazon purchased the rights to... <laughs> A very particular thing, the appendix of the Lord of the Rings. They can't use what most of the Rings of Power was based on, which is the Silmarillion, uh, specifically a chapter of the Silmarillion called the Alcalabaeth. Um, and so they could only use certain things, and those things were very, very limited. Um, and, and also, a lot of money was put into this show. It was a very expensive production. And a lot of people, even before it got released, started complaining. So um, before we actually talk about the positives that you guys saw in it, let's talk about some of these complaints that that were uh, delivered early on and during the show. So, Cohen, I'm coming to you first. One of the complaints was the number of black people and people of Asian descent who have small or, or, or of Middle Eastern descent or what have you uh, appearing as elves, appearing as humans, because traditionally the Lord of the Rings is set in a kind of different version of Britain. And as you remember, there are almost no people of color in uh, the Hobbit films or Lord of the Rings films. Were you bothered by that? What did you think? Um, I wasn't really bothered by it, really. Uh, just, I don't think... that ah, crap. Sorry. Um. Was it a bad thing? No. Did it interfere with your understanding of the story? No. 
No. Okay. Good. I'm glad. That's. I, I, I'm glad to hear that. Um, another complaint in advance, Finn, was the number of characters who aren't in existence in Tolkien's writing that show up in that show. Um, for example, the the one Sylvan elf, um, uh, Arendir. Okay, he's the one with the the love affair with the woman. He's an elf, but she's a woman, and and they obviously have a son named Theo. What did you think? That character serve a purpose? I like when you said that name. It didn't really ring a bell. So yeah, but okay. when I describe him to you, did he serve a purpose? Mm, yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Why? I don't know. I just think he's a important part of the story. And yeah, you just—it's good that they put him in there. Okay. Another complaint, Finn. Let's let's go to you because uh, this is kind of piggybacking on the same idea. Was so in Tolkien's Legendarium. So in the in the actual stuff that we have read or seen, the Hobbit book, the Lord of the Rings book, uh, the six movies. There have been a there have been referenced two ever love affairs between an elf person and a human person. In both cases, the human was male and the elf was female. So Baron and Luthien is the most famous one, not the most famous one, the most significant one, but it's in the Silmarillion and it's never been put on film. And then in the Lord of the Rings movies, it's Aragorn and Arwen, right? Those are the only two ever. And so this TV show has, uh, it kind of flips it on its side, and you have Erendir, this uh, sylvan elf, um, who falls in love with Bronwyn. And they, it's pretty clear that Theo is their son. What did you think of that? Did you buy it? Did you buy that love affair? I mean, I thought it was, I liked how their relationship was kind of showed, how they like, sort of kept it a secret mm-hmm. for a while and I I don't believe that Theo is like their son. You don't. No. Oh, okay. I, I, right. I don't think that um I believe that he is the son of the mother but not um of Aaron. Of Aaron, yes. Oh, mm-hmm. well that'll be interesting cuz there's there's no there's no concrete evidence. I guess yeah. I'm just speculating. So that's that's well put. Uh Cohen Anything to add to that? Um, no, not really. Okay. Um, now, another thing that came up was Galadriel. Okay. Now, what a lot of people who know these movies don't realize is in the books, Galadriel was a very late invention. Uh, Tolkien invented her very late in the writing of The Lord of the Rings. And for the rest of his life, as he was continuing to write about uh, you know, Middle Earth and stuff like that. He kept increasing how important she was. But she's a bit of a, you know, she's a warrior princess charging off in a battle. She's pretty serious. Uh, when her own king doesn't tell her she can keep doing what she's doing, she changes the rules. What did you What did you think of Galadriel's characterization, Cohen? Uh, it was good. Yeah? Yeah, it was re- really good, except that every horse she rode was extremely slow. <laughs> Why do you say that? Eh, I don't know. It's just whenever she rides a horse, it's like she's happy. Uh, and it, the wind is not even moving because the horse is going so slow. Is that because 
they were shot in slow motion. Oh, <gasps> really? <laughs> I didn't know that. All right. Okay, so going back to you, um, who was your favorite character in the Rings of Power? Who did you enjoy the most? Um... If you can't remember names, because there's a lot of names, it's a little confusing. Describe them, and we can I can bring it, the audience up to speed. That one uh, hard foot, the main. The hard main foot. one. Yes. So Nori. Yes. Nori. She was your favorite character. Markella Cavanaugh. Markella Cavanaugh, I believe she's uh, the actress who plays Nori. Okay. And the Harfoots, This is, was a big, big thing because the Harfoots don't appear anywhere in the Silmarillion. They look to be hobbits, like prototype hobbits, but they never. This was totally, totally invented. What about you, Finn? Favorite character? Uh, I like the way they uh, portrayed Galadriel. She's mm-hmm. one of my favorite characters, mm-hmm. definitely in the Rings of Power. Um, but I mean, I did like Theo. I thought like he wasn't a big part, but I, I really liked him. You liked him? Yeah. Um, okay. Well. My personal favorite was Durin, the dwarf with the red hair. Yes, and Durin. I really, li- <laughs> I really like Durin. I, I thought that was some of the best dwarvish characterization we have seen. They were fun. They were confident. Uh, and Durin was, uh, was definitely the most fun. Um, okay, a big thing that came out of this show was the introduction of Sauron. So the big bad guy who in the Lord of the Rings movies is a giant flaming eyeball on a tower. Um, Through much of the show, there was speculation as to who could be Sauron. So before it's revealed in the final episode, uh, Cohen, who were you thinking could be Sauron as you were watching it? Um, I'm not sure. I wasn't really thinking about that. No? No. Uh, It's either... That was Sauron, or Sauron was living inside Mount Doom before it exploded. Oh, okay. Before the the volcano episode, I think that was like yeah. the sixth or seventh episode. Okay. You said spoiler warning, right? Uh, yeah, it's assumed when you listen to my show that I'm going to do spoilers because I talk about complete texts. I don't have to warn about spoilers. I'm not YouTube. Um, Finn, what about you? Who did you think it was? Um. Well, I had a couple like speculations, like couple suspects I thought could have been it like at the end it was I did not think that it would be who it was I thought it would either be um Hallbrand is who it was by Hallbrand, the way. yes yeah. but I either expected it to be um the man that looked like Gandalf who was like the Hardfoots found the character that is referred to as the stranger yeah yeah played by Daniel Wayman yeah okay. or that one um the sort of orc lord who sort of like corrupted the uh southlands oh yeah uh what was his name sadar or adar Adar. was it yeah uh you're right adar uh and uric joseph maui i'm just looking it up Mm -hmm. as as we're talking about this yeah i they sure establish him as a possibility of soren i thought adar was for sure going to be Sauron, and then Oh, yeah. I'm kind of surprised that it's this Hallbrand character. Mm -hmm. Um, One, I will admit, especially in the first couple episodes, I thought it was Theo. I thought everything was pointing to him. 
Um, he has that little evil dagger and stuff like that. Uh, and I, that's who I thought it was going to be. But it turned out to be um, uh, Halder. Hall, Hall Brand, I should say. I'm getting my characters. My made-up characters made up. Mixed up. Something that I thought was pretty neat is this was not supposed to be exactly a direct sequel slash prequel to the Peter Jackson movie. So Peter Jackson is the guy who wrote and directed and adapted the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbits. But they used a lot of his visual references. But they even used some some key lines. So, for example, I'm going to give you two and I'm going to ask your opinions on this. I'm going to start with you, Cohen. When um, Hallbrand is revealed to be Sauron, there's this weird kind of throwback to episode one where he and Galadriel are on on a raft. And he's basically asking her to join him. And he says that she will be, uh, instead of a dark lord, a queen, uh, strong as the foundations of the mountains. Right? Did you Do you remember him saying that? Mm-hmm. That is a direct reference to In the Fellowship of the Ring, where um, she kind of goes negative and like kind of green, and she is yelling things to Frodo when Frodo offers the ring. And one of her one of the things she says is. Um, and instead of a dark lord, you would have a queen strong as the foundation of the mountains. Which is kind of a neat uh, a throwback. Um, as well, after the stranger, so the, the weird old guy with a beard who the Harfoots find. In the last episode, he kind of fully gets the ability to speak. And he starts quoting things that Gandalf has said, always follow your nose uh, and things like that. So there's these neat little touches. Uh, Finn, what did you think of that? I thought it was pretty cool because I think like most people thought that that was Gandalf. Like after like a while, because like he can control fire. Mm-hmm. Out in the, I'll remember if it was the last episode or the second last episode where he's like saving uh, Nori's. Uh, mother and friend and like like their master or whatever like mm-hmm. the guy who leads them that's in the last episode yeah. right at the beginning of the last episode I I thought it was um, I thought it was very cool how they incorporated all those like little touches to make it seem more and more like he was Gandalf yeah and I, <clears throat> it, it never says that he is Gandalf Although he is, we're told he's one of the Astari, and and in the Silmarillion and things like that, you learn that the Astari are what the wizards are called. So uh, Gandalf and Saruman and Radagast and the two blue wizards. Cohen, what did you think of those little echoes back to the Lord of the Rings films? Uh, very clever and uh, very interesting to hear those words once again. Yeah. From did- potentially the same person, but hundreds of years back. Did you recognize them? Um, I didn't at the moment, but once I got it really explained to me, I realized that he did say that. Cool. Uh, yeah, it's neat. Um, and then, so we talked about, so in the, in the, uh, Lord of the Rings, there's the city of Gondor, which is where the big battle takes place in the return of the king. Aragorn becomes its king again. Aragorn is descended from the Numenorians, right? 
And so we're shown the actual island of Numenor, which by the time the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit films happen, books, films, anything happens, Numenor has been destroyed. Okay, It's sunk into the ocean. We don't see that happen. We get it alluded to. Um, but one character we get a little bit more in depth is um, Aragorn's great-great-great-great-grandpa, Isildur. Okay? And Isildur, at the beginning of the Fellowship of the Ring, we see uh, defeat Sauron, take the ring, but then refuse to give it up. Um, Cohen, what did you think of Isildur's character in this show? Uh, which one's Isildur again? Isildur is the one who wants to be a sailor. He's got a couple of buddies who are sailors, and then he kind of is able to go to the war in Middle-earth. Hmm. Uh, this character was, I found, like very interesting because uh, they got like he he got his friends kicked off the boat team, mm-hmm. yeah, and and trying to sneak back onto the boat, but the boat he was on got burned down by one of the guys. Mm-hmm. So he's clever, but not always the um, but not act. Sorry. No, you're fine. But he's not always like he he has he's clever, but he doesn't know how to use his cleverness really. Oh, okay. That's well put. Clever, but doesn't know how to use his cleverness. Um, and also, the Numenorians, so they come over to Middle-earth, and they go to the Southlands, which it turns out are Mordor, and they are part of this show's only <coughs> only catastrophe, right? That's when all the Numenorians and Galadriel show up and fight the orcs against the Southrons. But then they're defeated because a giant volcano erupts um there's been complaints about the volcano bit uh because the the science of volcanoes i guess wasn't followed in this fantasy movie where people live thousands of years and there are flying dragons and stuff people are worried about scientific accuracy take that for what you will um but two two more things to follow up leaning forward uh obviously the show had its criticisms, but was a success, and they are going to continue. What are you hoping to see more of, or to see fixed, or to see resolved, or anything like that, Finn? I want to see more of uh, Sauron and like what he like sort of like how he becomes Sauron himself, and how like maybe he gets the armor, and I want to see like more of the backstory. The and, backstory of Sauron. Yeah, I want to see like. How he gets his armies and how he gets his armor and how he makes all the orcs like follow him. I just I want to more get, that. Yeah, I want to get more in depth on his part, his nice. side of the story. Well, and and the show ends with the three Elven rings being created, but there are still the Dwarvish rings, the rings for men, and of course, most importantly, the One Ring to rule them all, uh, which hasn't been created yet. Cohen, what are you looking forward to seeing? I'm actually looking forward to seeing the ring being created and the battle of when um, uh, Sauron's uh, fingers get chopped off and Uh, somehow somehow that kind of kills him. But it makes sense because of the ring. The ring is kind of his, Mm. all of his power is in it. So to remove the ring removes him. So yeah, no, that's good. Okay, Um, your favorite moment, Cohen, in Rings of Power. What was the thing you enjoyed the most? I don't really have one, really. No? Can you think of a couple that you enjoyed? Uh, oh, I liked the appearance of them. 
of the the weird dragon thing that Gandalf fights. Weird dragon thing that Gandalf well, fights. Well, like the fire. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. that guy when the leaf falls. Yep. And, yep. Yeah. What's the that? Bal- Balrog. Balrog. Yeah. So you mean at the end of one of the episodes, there's this leaf that falls into a cave full of mithril, and then we we see the Balrog's flaming face. That yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But what about you, Finn? I like everything with the dwarves. Everything with the dwarves. Everything eh? with the dwarves. Doran, just he's a good character to yeah. watch. During the fourth, he's a lot of fun. My favorite moment was actually the Harfoots traveling song. Um, so Nori's good pal, uh, the Proudfoot girl, um, I'm not sure what her name was, uh, Poppy, Poppy Proudfellow, not Proudfoot. She sings this song about being small and how it's walking and in, in it, she says the line, not all those who wander are lost, which of course is a very famous line from Tolkien. So it's a, it's a little reference. So that was for me. Um, well, awesome, guys. Uh, going forward, we've got our things we're looking for. Are you going to watch the second season? Yes. Well, definitely. Definitely. Yes. Okay. Um, you've got your hopes and, and things. Eight and eight and a half. Those are pretty, pretty high ratings. Uh, if this show could do one thing you really want to see, what thing would that be, Finn? I'd like to see more battles with armies. I like... I've always been a fan of battles with armies. Like I like like sort of the mini little sword fight battles and stuff like that. Uh-huh. But like I want to see more of like the big battles, the epic kind of yeah. ones. All right, like cool. battle of five armies kind of stuff. Yep, that's that's <coughs> valid. What about you, Cohen? Something you would like to see? Um, something that I like to see. Well, this isn't really in the past. It's more for the present that maybe they could do is uh, following Gollum and his adventures to follow the Fellowship. Oh. Oh, so um, so after Gollum gets the ring, you want to see Gollum's time of trying to track them down. Yeah, and also what he did after Bilbo stole his ring, like in the oh, Goblin Caves. I want to see more Gollum. That's neat. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, and then last question. I know I said last question already, but I'm going to say it again. Character whose origin you would like to see in Rings of Power. Cohen, a character whose origin you would like to see. Um, probably Sauron. Sauron? Yeah. Gollum. 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 I'm, uh, I'm kind of down with Smog the dragon. Ooh. <laughs> Smog. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, um, thank you, gentlemen. It's good to have you on the podcast again. We'll have you again soon. I know we've talked about maybe doing a book or film review with each of you individually. Uh, but I know you're busy. You've got your own schedules and stuff. So, um... Any last words? Um, keep on reading. far more ominous than I meant it to. Keep on reading is good. <clears throat> yeah, just keep reading. Yeah. Keep reading, keep and watching. It, yes, do that. All right. Well, this is Structured Rambling. My name is Paul. I want to thank my special guests today, Cohen and Finn, yeah. for their time and effort. And we will talk to you soon. I want to thank you for listening today. And if you enjoyed my podcast, please feel free to give me a rating and review. Episodes come out at the beginning and middle of pretty much every month. Have a great day.